This episode of the podcast is presented by Knowing Hospitality, a full-service hotel management and consulting company that works directly with hotel owners and managers to help stabilize their properties and take on projects that are critical to their operation. Knowing Hospitality can be the extra set of hands that you need to make sure your hotel is best positioned for today's environment. Visit knowinghospitality.com to learn more. Now let's get to the podcast. These days, you need, you have to, in order to improve yourself and to improve the experience, you have to engage more and more and automatically, like in scalable processes with your uh, guests. You can't stay behind. Welcome to the Proven Principles Podcast, the show that deconstructs the inner workings of the hospitality industry, breaking down the tools, tips, and tricks that the world's best-run hotels use every day. Here's your host, Adam Knight. My guest today is Yaniv Greenblatt. He's the head of business development at Bridgeify, a hospitality tech company that's making it easier for hotels to provide and book more personalized travel experiences for their guests. Today's hotel guests are not just a head in a bed. It's simply not that easy anymore. You've got to win over every guest every day and seamlessly driving additional revenue in a meaningful way is how the best hotels will emerge going forward. Yaniv shares great information about how Bridgeify works and how hotels can improve the experiences of their guests by connecting them with attractions that most don't even know exist. I know this is gonna sound like a sponsored episode, but believe me, it's not. It's just simply that the opportunity to engage your customers in a more meaningful, and personalized way is a huge opportunity worth exploring. So let's get to it. This is episode 35 of the Proven Principles podcast, Yaniv Greenblatt on how personalization can drive more revenue. Enjoy. Yaniv, thanks for being on the show, man. It's great to have you. It's great being here, Adam. Yeah, it's, uh, so you're actually my first recording of 2021. Oh, very wow. first one. Yeah. So we're five days in, I guess I've been slacking, <laughs> but taking it easy. So thanks. It's great to have you. And I think what we're talking about today is, uh, something that I have spent a lot of time over the last probably nine months trying to dial in myself and trying to help other hotels with, which is finding new sources of revenue. And it's, it's always important. I mean, every hotelier knows that, they need to, I mean, that that's a big driver. Always trying to get either increased uh, ADR, more spend in the restaurant, you know, more sh- higher share of wallet just throughout the property. But you are with a company called Bridgeify that is taking a different tactic right. to this, which is the reason I wanted to have you on the show today. So before I just launch into a big, long preamble about the show, why don't you just kick it off and tell everybody a little bit about who you are uh, and who you work for and what you guys are doing. So hello to all the listeners. My name is Yaniv. Uh, I'm head of business development at Bridgeify. We're a travel tech startup based in Tel Aviv, Israel. Uh, and we developed a white label solution that helps hotels uh, to, to deliver their guests a, a, a better experience, a continuous experience uh, with fully personalized itineraries. And by doing that, we help them uh, to unlock ancillary revenue based on tours and activities bookings. That's pretty, it's, it's uh, an interesting space to be working in because so many hotels, I mean, for a long time, they prided themselves on having concierge desks that would do a lot of that for them, right? So what's the space that Bridgify is trying to occupy when it comes to this? side of the business 
So, um, you know, the year is uh, 2021 and the hotel, the hospitality industry is, uh, um, is very old fashioned. The concierge is something that I don't think it's something suitable for uh, the Gen Z or also the Y. Some people uh, need the personal touch and the assistant and so and in my opinion, like decreases and decreases. Mm -hmm. uh, we're trying to fill the vacuum uh, of uh, you know the the modern people, which uh, walking with this thing that called mm -hmm. the smartphone. Mm -hmm. uh, just for you to know that seventy three percent of the online travel, uh, uh, like uh, online booking of tours and activities, are made online. It's not something that the concierge can help cover. Uh, and I think this is the space where we are entering to fill the, the blank and to help the mm -hmm. hotels to enjoy this cake called tours and activities bookings yeah. and to unlock ancillary revenue. I think it's, um, I mean, it's pretty powerful. So how does it work then just from a, it, it kind of walk me through the use case. So how how would a guest take advantage of this when they're booking a room and then how does the hotel benefit from the guest booking whatever tourism activity it is that the guest is booking when they stay at the hotel how does that work so there is the traveler problem we call it the traveler problem the travel problem is that these days there are too too much information about any destination you like you know top 10 uh, restaurants, top 10 things to do with kids, without kids, anything. You know, when we book a room or a flight, we start an exploration process, uh, which covers the first three pages in Google, the uh, like five uh, groups on Facebook, also some PDFs on WhatsApp from our wife or friends, etc., etc. Uh, but most of this information is not personalized for the traveler. It's like, you know, common things and uh, stuff like that, but it's not personalized. And this is the first problem that we're trying to solve, uh, to learn about the trip, the destination itself, and to learn about the traveler. And by doing that, we're helping to uh, we'll, uh, we personalize all the offerings that we have for the traveler. And... Now, the second problem that I would like to talk about is the hotel problem. Uh, by doing all the personalization part, we believe that we increase the conversion. By increasing the conversion, uh, we also improve the uh, guest satisfaction. And by doing that, guest satisfaction is improving the ratings. Uh, ratings, of course, is more money eventually. And uh, also, uh, by every booking made uh, within the app, the hotel uh, receives uh, the margins. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know, it's an interesting way to approach personalization because you're taking more than just what kind of coffee I want in my room, what, you know, how many towels I want in my room, what my favorite beverage is, and you're, you're expanding it out to the destination. It's, it's more about when you go to, Sure. When people go to Tel Aviv, there are, there's probably, there's the big tourist attractions that if you've never been to Tel Aviv before, you have to go see. 
But after you see that and you're there for a week, there's there's a lot of other things that are off the beaten trail that many people won't know about because they don't go to the 25th page on Google to find what other interesting things there are to see and do there. And so it's that's how you create those emotional connections with the destination, right? It's those those little individual uh, things that you never would have experienced because you don't exactly. know where to dig. It's the things that uh, it's the hidden gems, the local community knowledge things, you know, the the low keys, the things that only by uh, uh, crawling and scraping a local community Facebook group, uh, you can know that there is a dog parade at 4 p.m. in the in the neighborhood. Yeah, I you know that you actually. That was my next question is, so how do you go about, and you alluded to it, so thank you for that, for, for leading into it. But how do you go about finding these different experiences that people can have when they go to a destination? But then the second part to that question is, how do you connect what is, what's relevant to the traveler for what you found? So we have two layers of uh, personalization. The first of learning about the travelers or the first part is learning, you know, by understanding its dates of traveling and its destination and the group size with kids, without kids, maybe the nationality also. Uh, This is the first part. The second part of the learning uh, is made uh, when the traveler is already converted into the app and he has like a Two up to four big data questions. Uh, what is your preferred pace of traveling? See it all or maybe laid back. This is the first one. Uh, another question is uh, what are your interests? Uh, maybe historical site, religious, uh, water uh, sports, uh, nature, etc. etc. We have it all. Uh, by, by connecting all the dots, uh, we learn about uh, uh, we learn about also what is trending these days in the destination and mm-hmm. we put it on the front. Um, and also we use machine learning and AI technology. So it's developing all the time. Uh, you can see what people are booking, uh, which attractions they stay the most, maybe one hour, maybe 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the conversions? So we develop ourselves all the time. So it's like a, almost like a crowdsourcing of what, what is interesting about what's going on in a specific exactly. place. Hashtags from a, a trending hashtags from Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. helps us learn more about what's, what's hot in the destination itself. Yeah. Has, uh, I have to ask the obvious question about this. Has, has COVID affected uh you know i mean obviously the travel space and that but more about like do okay i get to the point of the question i i can see a scenario where a guest books uh a stay at a hotel and then they book an attraction and sometimes the guest if they're booking an attraction through the reservation process or through the hotel there's it's hard for the guest to differentiate between what is a hotel service and what's an outside service? And if the outside service is negative, that can reflect poorly on the hotel. So 
has have have you guys gone through like yeah have you guys gone through a, a do you go through a vetting process to to find it's it more about like not just relevant experiences but like safe experiences and make sure that they're valid providers and that if there's any covid restrictions going on that they're following them i mean that's the big thing these days hopefully that goes away one day but you know those issues of you know safety and relevance at a deeper level are going to remain and so our sources of data are the largest inventories of tourism and activities in the world such as the via tour get your guide the amusements for 360 mm-hmm. a wingley Hugo, etc etc we have many of them uh, and we have our internal processes of uh, quality assurance. Uh, and what do I mean internal processes? The first one is, you know, we can filter, uh, we can take all the database and filter it by the location first and then filter it by ratings from TripAdvisor or uh, Google Maps. So we can decide that everything is rated more than 4.8 would be upfront on the front uh, and so this is the first part like there are many kind of filters but this is the the important ones the second part is because of the covid uh, we have many changes in the database of course and many businesses were shut down unfortunately so you know when a business or attraction is shut down so the last person they or a company that will update is the via tour or get your guide. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so um, these days we need to make sure that before we launch an app for one of our customers, uh, we have checked that all the data is valid, the phone numbers, the the opening hours, um, the address didn't change, and the business is still working. So you constantly have to update the database. Yeah, yeah. Our database is updated real time, but we're making the manual checks to make sure because, uh, you know, eventually we're a content supplier, so we can follow this. Yeah. Um, what What are some of the trends, I'm curious to know, uh, that you've seen in... You know, because you're a global company, right? You've got you've got hotels uh, all over. Are you seeing any trends emerge on attractions or what's interesting people in maybe booking one location over another, or one city or one country over another? Um, I think that that's an hard question because uh, you know 2020 wasn't a good year to measure things or mm-hmm. to receive a you know valid data and so we can't really rely on it and mm-hmm. most of the year no one actually traveled so right yeah hopefully that changes this year <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> yeah. um so i want to just get to the the point i think that a lot of hotels are going to be most interested in this is is their their ability to earn some margin on booking the, uh, uh, the the tourist attraction for the guest, or the guest booking the tourist attraction through the hotel? Um, how does that work on a bit of a deeper level? So uh, you mentioned at the start you're a white label software solution. Where does that 
live in the in the booking process for a hotel? Is that something that is an overlay over the the booking website for the hotel? Is that a separate site that the hotel has to then direct guests to go to? I guess what I'm trying to get to is how seamless is the experience on the hotel side? Because, you know, I imagine, I mean, if it's not that seamless, there could be a lot of breakage uh, and, you know, the hotel maybe not uh, achieve the amount of revenue that they're hoping to gain. Um, how does that look on the back end? So let's start from the, you know, the first integration process that is seamless uh, for the hotel. The hotel, uh, like all they need to give us is the colors and the logo and it's, you know, depends like what kind of, uh, what is their communication channel with their guests uh, to understand how can we uh, communicate with their uh, guests. Um, and that's all like about the integration process. Uh, and day-to-day day -day operations, it's uh, definitely, it's all automatically. So like, we don't want to provide another software for the hotel that they will, you know, have to put a man on it and to uh, recommend on things maybe, or to receive uh, insights and analyze data. Mm -hmm. That's why we founded this company. Yeah, I like it. I mean, a lot of the times that person doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so it's got to be easy to use and and uh, and seamless and not take a lot of man hours, for sure. Um, I think this is great. I think this is an opportunity for hotels to leverage booking local attractions and gaining additional revenue in a way that, uh, you know, admittedly in the hotel space, we haven't done a good job of Um and usually, I mean, truthfully, a lot of the time that commission went straight to the concierge when they booked something for the guest in the hotel uh, didn't benefit at all. Um, and, you know, these days, finding additional sources of revenue is what's going to keep the doors open so that people can still have jobs. I mean, this is this is a much bigger conversation than just, you know, scraping the 35th page on Google. I mean, there are, there are real tangible benefits for properties to go out and look for interesting solutions like this to drive that additional revenue. It's just going to make things um, a lot better, more holistic for the property. Um, exactly. And it's, sorry, it's another opportunity to engage with your guests, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, I heard the phrase that uh, from like an old uh, hotelier that I know, uh, he said that these days a guest is, it's not uh, just head, uh, head in the bed, you know, have you ever heard it? I have. Yeah, heads and beds. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So these days, you need, you have to, uh, in order to improve yourself and to improve the experience, you have to engage more and more and automatically, like in scalable uh, uh, processes with your uh, guests. You can't stay behind. No, no, you can't. I, uh, I, I completely agree with that. Yanev, uh, if, if people want to get in touch with you, learn more about Bridgeify, uh, maybe start going down the road of bringing you guys into their hotel, what's the best place for them to go? How do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can reach me via email, via WhatsApp. Okay. You're all over. Yeah, <laughs> You're yeah. everywhere. I'm there. You can find me. 
I'll uh, I'll link to both in the show notes. So if people want to get a hold of you, just head to the show notes. They'll be able to find it uh, easily. Well, that's great. Yaniv, thanks so much for being on the show. This was a really interesting topic. And uh, I think it would be great if, if hotels would explore this a little bit further and reach out to you. I think there's a lot of benefit there. Thanks. Thank you so much, Evan. Thank you. Keep safe. You too. This was my episode with Yaniv Greenblatt, Head of Business Development at Bridgeify. You can get in touch with him at yanivg at bridgeify.io or find him on LinkedIn. I'll link to his profile in the show notes. You can see the full interview on YouTube. Just search The Proven Principles Podcast. And if you want to learn more about the show, just head over to our website, theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. Finally, if you need to revamp a business strategy or just need help with a project in your hotel or restaurant, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can book a free call with me by going to knowinghospitality.com slash contact. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. For past episodes, show notes, or if you've got a story that might make a great episode, head on over to theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. You can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, even on YouTube. And if you haven't already, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Thanks for listening to the Proven Principles Podcast.